What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Good morning. Good morning to the leader in you. We are back for another phenomenal edition of Good Morning to the Leader and You. Well, I'm your co-host, Catherine Trotter, and you know we have Dr. Leroy McKenzie with us, our co-host, and we have a phenomenal guest that we're going to introduce in just a couple of minutes um, that I think is going to bring great value to our podcast show. As you know, every week, we always bring on a professional uh, that can speak tips and tools or strategies or it, or share information that can help us grow in our business, help us grow in our leadership capacity. Again, good morning to the leader in you. This is specifically designed to awaken those gifts, those talents, those natural leadership abilities that you have, but we also have to couple it with some knowledge and some resources, right? So we can push our businesses to the next level. Dr. Leroy, what would you say about Good morning to the leader in you and, and what we stand for. Well, what we, I believe what we stand for is, is what I call um, the circle of impact. Circle of, and what that is is people that go into you and then they're people. A little echo. Oh, that's better. <laughs> um, but what it is, is it's the circle of impact, which is... Um, people that pour into you and that you, people that you pour into. It's almost like when you go to a restaurant and you're sitting at a table and, and you have the glasses at the at the table and they'll bring you a pitcher of water, they'll bring you a pitcher of tea, lemonade, whatever it is. But the pitcher is used to pour into the glasses. And 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 sometimes, like I got to thinking this some years ago, sometimes with the glasses and we have to be poured into Sometimes with the with sometimes with the picture to pour into others, and it's understanding what position that you're sitting. Well, good morning to the leading you is that picture, and we want to pour into you. We want to give you those things that fill you up, that that give you what the resources that you need, give you the the knowledge that you may need, whatever it is that you need. We want to pour into you so that you can then pour into others, and you become the picture because you now filled up. And you can then pour into it. So that's what I think of when I think about good morning to the to the leader. Perfectly said. We are the picture pouring into one another. And listen, we have a phenomenal queen with us. And I just want to read a snippet of her bio. The director of BCL, Small Lending Division, Bonnie Crockett, has worked in the banking industry for more than 30 years and has held positions ranging from vice president and general counsel of a federal savings bank to executive director of a small business revitalization project to adjunct professor at a master's level entrepreneurship program. Bonnie joined BCL in 2017 and was tasked with developing, implementing, and managing BCL's small business lending program. She now oversees a staff of six who together has made over 60 loans to underserved small businesses, totaling to more than 3.7 million since the program 
began. Let's welcome Miss Crockett. Welcome. Thank you for being a part of our podcast this morning. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Uh, this is exciting. I love to talk about what we do. <laughs> Absolutely. And I feel your positive energy to just bring to the show this morning. Let's, let's flow right into what is the mission of BCL? Well, Baltimore Community Lending, it has an interesting history. It actually was started in 1989 as a uh, Department of Baltimore City Government. And it was created to help fund affordable housing development. Shortly thereafter, they went out on their own and formed a 501c3 nonprofit and then qualified as a a Treasury Certified Community Development Financial Institution. Have you ever heard of CDFI? And CDFIs are basically mission-driven financial institutions that are committed to um, serving underserved and disadvantaged neighborhoods. Um, And it is our mission to provide affordable and uh, safe and reasonable financing uh, to folks who can't uh, have trouble finding it anywhere else. Wow. I mean, and I think the history behind why that started is very vital for everyone to know. And and based on why that started, why do you feel it's still thriving today? Why do you feel as though it's made an impact? I mean, 60, I mean, that's that's huge. And I know you're going to be doing way more. Oh, we actually are. And in fact, I can even update those numbers. We have made 66 loans uh, for $4 million total in in four years, Uh, less than four years, actually. Um, well, part of the reason it's still thriving is because we are, um, we work closely with neighborhoods hand in hand with folks and we change with the times, you know, we do what needs to be done now. In fact, that's why we're making small business loans. Now, uh, they've been providing affordable housing, construction and development lending for over 30 years. And about four years ago, they realized, you know, you need more than buildings, you know, you need you need products and services. You need jobs. You need entrepreneurial spirit. You need people to fill those buildings. You know, when you when you revitalize a neighborhood. So they decided to add a small business lending division, and they brought me on board to to do that. And before we started lending, before we just decided what we were going to do, we went out and found out what are the barriers to small business lending. Why can't people get small business loans? Um, So we held about four different sessions with bankers, other CDFIs, community advocates, small business owners. And at the same time, we had the advantage of a couple of very comprehensive studies, one from Calvert Impact Capital and another from Johns Hopkins 21st Century Cities about barriers to credit. And uh, they all came back with the same answer. It was not a mystery. You know, clearly there are have always been barriers based on race, you know, based on gender, uh, based on neighborhood, you know, but the number one barrier to small business credit is personal wealth, because from about $5,000 and up, in order to get a small business loan, you have to have collateral, 100% collateral. Now, $50,000 is considered um, a micro loan. But if you wanted to borrow $50,000 and needed to have 100% collateral, you basically need to own a home with some equity in it. Uh, Where else are you going to get that kind of collateral? Um, So we designed our program around those barriers. So we we make small business loans of $10,000 to $50,000 to startups and up to $150,000 to existing businesses over two years old. And we do not require collateral, but we still have to mitigate risk. 
right? right? That's the purpose of requiring collateral is to mitigate risk. So what we do instead is that we require that all of our small business applicants complete a small business training program. It's free. It's one-on-one. We meet you where you are. You know, some folks are very sophisticated and it's one conversation. Other folks, you know, two years later are still writing their business plan. Mm -hmm. But we help them write their business plan. We help them put together business financials, which is a a huge step for most people. Uh, Everybody has math fear. And at least understand financials as well. And in many cases, um, folks aren't even sure how to apply for a loan. They see words like assets and liabilities, and they're not sure what that means. Mm -hmm. And after a while, when people have been told no so many times, they stop asking. So we require this small business training. And in these four years, we have made 66 loans, totaling $4 million, and we have had no write-offs. We believe that um, this is not only a more equitable way of making small business loans, obviously, um, it also makes more sense, you know, because you're actually helping people become better business owners. It makes more sense than just requiring that they already have personal wealth. Um, And we believe that ultimately we're going to be able to prove that four years is still anecdotal, Mm -hmm. but ultimately when we continue at this rate, and don't have those kind of defaults and write-offs, we think we're going to be able to change the conversation about small business lending. When we did our research of, you know, who doesn't have collateral, um, in the entire state of Maryland, the people least likely to have collateral are BIPOC and women-owned businesses in Baltimore City. Mm. So we knew that was the number one barrier. And it took us a while, I tell you, to get the word out. Like I said, when people keep being told no, they stop asking. Right. So it, it, once we decided what we wanted to do, we had to work really hard to get the word out there to folks who had given up or worse yet, had, had used personal business or personal credit cards and run up their personal debt, tanked their own credit rating, or who had gotten a fintech loan online, some of these predatory loans online. We actually refinanced one small business loan who was paying 42% interest. Wow. 42% interest. You never get out from under that. Right. You know, so we refinanced that. And that's, you know, we, we are a safe, reasonable, patient alternative. You know, our terms for a $150,000 loan is a 10-year term. So, you know, we, we do everything we can to make it affordable, um, and make it something that's going to work for all of us. We consider our small business success to be our success. And, um, and we have some awesome success stories too. Uh, we also, in the last couple of years, we make loans to returning citizens, which is another um, area that, you know, folks can't get loans. And this kind of came about, I'm sorry, once I get started, it's hard no, to stop. I feel your passion. <laughs> I mean, but this is needed information. Okay. Um, uh, so talk about the returning citizens component. Well, what happened, um, we had never had a formal decision, yes or no, about a returning citizen. I mean, we just had never, no one had applied. So we hadn't really given the, the um, given it a thought yet when uh, COVID hit. And a returning citizen business in Baltimore, who was very successful as an electrician, learned his trade in prison, worked for the prison system as an electrician, 
When he got out, he got a master's electrician's license, started his own company, hired other returning citizens, and then was getting big projects like Ryan Homes, wiring 100 homes, et cetera. He was doing great, right? And COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And everything froze for a while there, especially the first year. Um, So he applied for the PPP loan through the SBA, the Paycheck Protection Act loan, which helps you pay your employees while you're not working. And they said, we don't make loans to returning citizens. Mm. So they just, they wouldn't even take his application. So he actually hired an attorney, took them to court, won his case. Oh. Uh, he did get his loan, although he, it was considered a partial victory because he didn't change their policy. They just gave him his loan. Uh, and he has since then testified before Congress, testified before Baltimore City Council. He's really a remarkable person. Um, but then he came to us and said, you know, I'm getting these big contracts and something typical in a big contract like that, especially if it's a government contract or most of his were with private developers. Um, they don't get paid right away. You know, you, you do three months worth of work and then you get a big payment for it. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, you've got to pay your employees. You've got to buy your supplies and equipment, you know? So he needed a loan and we made him a loan. And since then um, he has come back because he keeps getting bigger and bigger contracts. And he is just one of our huge success stories. Um, we just love him. So if, if you ever want to, um, if you need an electrician, call Lightning Electric. They're awesome. All right. Uh, so that was a great story. So in the meantime, we got a call from um, a nonprofit called Mission Launch that was working with a trade organization, AEO. It works with CDFIs. And they wanted to um, help returning citizens get uh, small business loans. So what they developed was a, a new way of analyzing creditworthiness. Because pretty much anyone who's a returning citizen is going to have a bad credit score. They have not been around to pay their bills or 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 even build credit. Um, so many returning citizens in Baltimore have, have were have been in prison since have been incarcerated since they were teenagers. So they never had an opportunity, you know, to build up a credit score. So this right. program called the R three Score, developed by Mission Launch is a, basically they interview uh, the applicant to learn about um, consistency and decisions and commitment to, you know, holding a job. And they look at basically character analysis of folks that have, um, you know, are returning citizens and provide an additional score in addition to that credit score so that loan committees have something to look at you know, mm-hmm. some way to, to make a um, subjective um, or objective judgment. And um, so we have adopted the R3 score and we have made two more loans to returning citizens uh, since then, uh, one of which paid off early because they were doing so well. Um, so far, all of our all of our borrowers are just really doing amazingly well. We have so many success stories. It's really exciting. And I can't tell you how many folks that at that closing table are almost in tears because they can't believe someone finally believed in them. And, um, and, and yet they were huge successes. Someone should have been believing in them all along. (laughs) 
I tell you, um, Miss Bonnie, I, I just feel your passion and it, and it resonates that this is not just another lending institution or another company. You, right. you, you know, your agency, your company actually has an investment into the individual, not just from the monetary, but you actually want to see them thrive. That's what Absolutely. I'm getting from you. Um, you know, Dr. Leroy, what, what would you like to, to tap into with this conversation? Now, um, Ms. Bonnie, I want to ask you this. Now, you mentioned a little bit about the services, um, but do you, uh, is it just, uh, do you offer personal and business loans, or is it just no. business loans that you, that, that, uh, you sell? Uh, right, just offer? small business loans. We don't do any personal lending. Uh, small business loans, even the real estate side, is development and construction, not mortgages. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, we just do, uh, it's all business related. I mean, one thing I will mention in the in the um, the technical assistance or the training that we provide, we don't stop when we close the loan. We meet with folks regularly afterwards, at least four times in the first year and twice in the year after and then every year. And we just we help them. We sit down, we have a conversation, see how they're doing. And if they've got an issue, hopefully we can head it off before it becomes a big problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a result, folks see us as more or less a partner and not just a lender. Um, yeah. If I call someone, if someone starts having trouble making payments, they typically call me. I don't even have to call them. They call me first. Um, if I do call someone, they answer the phone. You know, we're, we're, they're not hiding from us. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we've had, we've had maybe three loans over the course of four years who ran into some payment issues and we worked with them and we sat down and we went over their financials and we talked about the, you know, different options they had and they caught up mm-hmm. and are now current and paying just like um, everybody else. And had that been a bank loan, they would never have had that opportunity to catch up. You know, it would have just gone straight to the collections attorney. Right. And I think that's the, that's the difference with, your institution is that you actually work with a small business owner. You have an educational platform, a training course that they go through. How long is that training course? You know, it's, it's result oriented. So how long it takes is how long the business owner takes to, you know, to finish it. Uh, We basically want a comprehensive, well-written business plan. And that takes some work. But if you have a well-written, comprehensive business plan, you will have covered all the issues. You'll know what rules and regulations apply. You'll know what licenses you need. Um, You know, you'll understand what it takes to put together your operation and what it's going to cost. And then we help with the financials, uh, profit and loss statements, balance sheets, cash flow projections. Um, and again, we just sort of get them prepared to apply for the loan. So I've had people turn it around in two weeks. I have someone who started four years ago and is still working on it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so it's an individual, right? Definitely individual based. Okay. The average person, four to six weeks. Okay. That's, and that's, that sounds about right for developing the business plan. So the first step, again, if someone's interested that's watching now or going to be watching the replay, um, if they're interested um, with BCL, uh, the first step is to get enrolled into the educational training, correct? Right. They give us a call. We make sure they are eligible for a small business loan. Up until now, we've made loans in Baltimore City only. Okay. The business has to be located in Baltimore City, not the owner. 
Okay. Um, however, our board of directors has just approved an expansion that we will look at uh, loans in the counties contiguous to the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so Howard, Harford, Baltimore, and Anne Arundel. And this is because there's a couple of neighborhoods in the city where the county, city county line goes straight through the middle. I mean, if someone's in Dundalk, it takes us all 15 minutes to figure out whether they're in the city or the county because Dundalk mm-hmm. is in both. Uh, and usually half the time, they're not even sure. So um, we are now making loans outside the city. But we, you have to, um, you can't have a bankruptcy that has not been resolved within the last two years. It's older than two years. That's fine. Yeah, I was just about to ask, what are those eligibility requirements? Right. You can't have um, an, an, an outstanding debt to the IRS unless you have an agreement with the a repayment agreement with the IRS because the IRS can sweep in anytime and just take everything. But if you have a repayment agreement, then we're okay with that. Um, and, and to be perfectly honest, the number one reason we were saying no is because people were outside of the city line, which is one of the main reasons that we decided to expand our, our boundaries because we just want to help everybody. And if they are, if their business is close to the city line, chances are they're employing people from the city as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the primary considerations. Um, we do look at credit score, but we don't have a cutoff number like a bank. With a bank, if your credit score is below 680, they tell you don't even bother, you know, walking through the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't have a cutoff number like that. Basically, if anyone's below 600, uh, we would just want a good explanation. And there very often is. Uh, when you look at a credit report, you can tell if someone um, had a health issue, which is the number one reason for for credit issues, is is having health issues that, you know, bills that ran up, um, or job loss, um, or sometimes a divorce. Uh, but um, or you can see if they just you know bought two Lincolns or took a vacation to the Bahamas <laughs> instead of paying their bills, and you can see that when you look at the credit report. So we're just looking for the good reason, you know, uh, and um, and we work with folks, and um, you know, if their credit score is so low that it is not you know reasonable for them to get tied up in additional debt, we will refer them to other um, programs that provide financial finance counseling for individuals for personal finances to sort of help them get back on track before they come back to us. Awesome. Awesome. We want to give a shout out to um, individuals that are tuning into our show this morning. Give a shout out to Ronnie Francois. We want to give a shout out to Cornelius Adams and to author Angelina um, and as well as to Rita Speaks and Miss Peggy from the Baltimore area. Everyone that's tuning in now, share, share, share this link. We have a phenomenal queen with us today, uh, you know, with uh, talking about the benefits of BCL and how small business owners in the Baltimore community can tap into these resources so what your business can thrive, your business can grow, and so that your business can expand. For those of you that's been watching since we started, I know you feel the passion of Miss Bonnie. I know I do. Dr. Leroy, uh, what, what would you have to say about everything that you've been hearing so far? No, I, I think that Baltimore Community Lending is absolutely phenomenal. Ever since I've, I've heard about them and was introduced to them um, through, um, through Terrence Dixon, 
uh, owner of Trail Cafe right, right. had the event there. Uh-huh. Um, I was just like, wow, this is something that folks need to know about in the city. You know, because, right. uh, you know, they say in the city because a lot of people don't know um, that they, that at the t- especially at the time that they, that they were, that they existed and that they were there for people in the city to be able to come and be able to have access to, as Rodney was saying, having access to capital because that's, that's a strong barrier when, you know, when it came to business, you know, someone who was an aspiring entrepreneur or wanted to start a business, that was a true barrier, you know, saying, I, I, I don't have the funds to be able to have the, to get the resources that I need to have a successful business. And, and they not only say, hey, we're going to um, assist you with starting, you know, getting you the, re- the capital resources that you need, we're going to make sure, which is big, you know, what you and I, Kathy, we talk about all the time. It's not just about opening those doors and starting the business. It's about keeping those doors open because as, as all of us know, most businesses aren't successful within those first five years. Right. And, and having those tools in place, having the resources in place that you need in order to be able to keep to be successful. So BCL is definitely um, uh, there to be able to make sure that you keep those doors open so that you can be successful and you can have those success stories as Mr. Ani was telling us about uh, individuals that started those things because that's that's what drives people where they can see, they can physically see others who have done what it is that they're trying to do. And they say, wow, if they can do it, then I know, hey, then I, I can do that as well, too. And I need to go see Baltimore Community Lending because I know that they're going to put me in a position to be successful. So, I think And I think that's what it is. It's, 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 it's about putting business owners in position to be successful. And everything that Ms. Bonnie has been sharing is just that. There's an educational training program that focuses on the heartbeat of a business, which is the business plan. But I think it was also a teachable moment Ms. Bonnie shared at the very beginning when I asked why is BCL still thriving, she said they shifted, they moving with the times. And I think that's a teachable moment for all of us as individual business owners. When we're growing our business, we have to pay attention to what's going on in not just our community, but global, you know, with the economy globally. And then we also have to be flexible to shift when we need to shift. And I think that that's something I got from you. That's my, I call it golden nuggets. So that's my golden nugget that I got this morning. Be ready as a business owner to pay attention to what's going on in the economy. And if you need to be ready to shift, talk a little bit more about shifting as an entrepreneur. Why is that so significant? Well, and we certainly saw the need for that during COVID. Um, the folks who were able to shift to online businesses you know, were able to hang in there and succeed. The restaurants that were able to shift to delivery and, you know, outside seating, as the case may be, were able to succeed. You know, you can't be so wedded to your business idea that you don't see other options, um, options for growth or options for, you know, getting out of the rut that you're in. Um, you've got to be able, you know, to grow with the times. And, it, and it's, and it's not just changing times, but also like, for example, when we learned about the returning citizens who could not get PPP loans, that's always been true. You know, they've never been able to get an SBA loan. And we, but we just, it wasn't until we learned that, that we recognized that, you know, here is another population out there that needs our help. So we extended our help to that population, you know, so you just, it's, it's paying attention to the changing times and also just continuing to learn mm-hmm. you know whether things are changing or not you still have more to learn <laughs> everybody still has more to learn 
you know, and it, and if you can hang in there and, and, and keep learning and growing, um, you have more chance of success. Um, I don't know how much time we have, but I was going to tell you just a quick horror story about a business. Yeah, plan. <laughs> okay. Now this is what I call teachable moment. Fortunately, this was not one of our clients. Uh, but back in the day when I was uh, doing the revitalization program, there was a restaurant in Federal Hill that was up for sale. Now, this is Federal Hill, right? So high end, fancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, two 20-somethings came along and got their parents to buy it for them. So their parents spent $250,000, bought this restaurant, but they wanted it to be more modern inside and fancy. So they spent another $250,000 rehabbing this building. So these two 20-somethings spent $500,000 before they even opened their door, which other small businesses could only dream about that kind of money, right? And when it came to the grand opening, they hired a band, they'd send out invitations, they had a big grand opening sign. And then they said, guess you better go downtown and get a liquor license. They hadn't even thought about it. They had not written a business plan. They had not checked what they needed to do. Uh, Federal Hill has restricted business license or liquor licenses. Um And there were none available. If you're going to get one, you need to buy it for about $250,000. So they took down the grand opening sign and they put up a for sale sign. And this is a business that started with a half a million dollars and went out of business before they opened their doors. That's why you need to write a business plan. (laughs) Make all your mistakes on paper, you know, answer all your questions on paper before you're spending real money. Yeah. And it's going to make a difference. So, so well, anyway, that's, my, that's always the horror story that I tell. So when people say, why do I need a business plan? Oh, <laughs> well, that's why. So, yeah, so it's the, your roadmap, Dr. Leroy. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I was just going to say, so so the the two 20-year-olds there, whoever was their funder, you, I think you said they were crying. Their parents. They didn't even ask when they were doing the process of the of the business Nope. what the business looks like what they might need they weren't were they bit were they were the the were the um the parents business owners as well or they just no just you know wealthy executives yeah. at large corporations wow um and you know paid for their kids dream mm-hmm. without doing any of the work Ooh. ahead of time you know, I mean, a lot of 20 somethings figure they can run a bar and restaurant because they eat and drink, right? <laughs> so, I think that's all they figured was necessary. We're very good at eating and drinking. We can do this. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. But I think yeah. there's something significant of that. Just because you see another business and they may be thriving and they may be flowing, you got to know what's behind the scene work. Right. Behind yeah. the, 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 I call it the grind. You know, to really get the business off the ground. What's the nitty gritty? What are the ingredients? Just like if right. you was making a cake, it's certain ingredients to get that final output that you're looking for. Hopefully it's moist and tasty, but it's just like with the business. And as you stated, the business plan is that roadmap. And without right. that roadmap, you can kind of get into the deep. And unfortunately in this scenario that you mentioned, and some of the people in the, uh, Facebook live or comment and like wow you know like I mean $500,000 and now it's a for sale sign yep yeah so for those that's watching now for those that's going to be watching later you don't want that to be you you want to do the work you you know connect with BCL I mean 
you know, Lee, Dr. Leroy was the one that informed me about BCL. And I tell you, having this dynamic conversation today, I'm just going to share this information also with other business colleague, colleagues that's in the Baltimore area, because I think I connect to the mission, but also it's, it's a purpose behind it. It's not just another institution. It's not just right. another lending agency. You know what I mean? You actually have the passion to, to work with individuals and to see those businesses thrive and to see those businesses grow. So if you're watching and you may be one of those that said, you know what? I'm giving up. I'm not even going to try to apply no wells. I've been turned down on my left. I've been turned right. down on the right side. If you're in the Baltimore community, reach out to BCL. What, what is the best starting point if someone... Uh, you know, is hearing this show or may hear the replay, what would be their first, do they call, do they send an email? What is their first start? Um, well, you can always check out our website, which okay. is bclending.org. And that will send you in the right direction. Or you can call directly. Melissa Batiker is our sort of mission control. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's the place to start. And I actually, uh, because we're, we're, doing sort of a hybrid work from home, work from the office thing still. I'm going to give you her mobile number. Um, actually, I should probably just put her work number out there in the, in the world. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I did yeah. not ask her first. So I'm, I'm going to give you her work number and she's in and out. You know, some days she's in and some days she's out and she yeah. can check her, she can check her email or voicemail. Uh, the number is 410-319-0732. And it's Melissa Batiker, and she will get you started. She'll find out sort of where you are in the process, if you're eligible, and then she will move you into the training program. And, um, and then you take off from there. And like I said, most people, four to six, maybe eight weeks. Um, some people get through it more quickly. Others just <laughs> on working on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, it's up to you. We'll meet you where you are. And we're just there to help you out. And in fact, we also help existing businesses who are successful. We have many existing businesses who are very successful. They're doing well, but they can't uh, expand or grow or take advantage of an opportunity because they don't have collateral. Mm. And, you know, so we'll help those folks too. So you don't just have to start up and for expanding. Exactly. In fact, I'd say our portfolio is about half and half. Okay. Nice. Now, with this training course, and one other question just popped in my mind. So are they work? Is it like a group training? Is it one-on-one? How does that look? One-on-one. David Freeman is uh, currently our provider. And I think David is getting busier and busier. We're just talking about hiring a second person for that uh, to work with David. But he, you know, has a conversation with you, looks at whatever business plan or financials you have, and then takes it from there. We, We have outlines to help you get started. Uh, but it's all one-on-one. There is no, you know, it's not a classroom situation. Um, you know, we work with the individuals. So it's personalized. So once again, Absolutely. leaders, business owners that's watching now, or you're going to watch later, or you know a business owner that can benefit, share this link, share this live. Um, it's all about growing our businesses to the next level. It's all about, you know, shifting our community and a presenter that came on last week, he had made a statement and it stuck with me. He said, business owners and entrepreneurs are the economic heartbeat in a community. And so some of you may be saying, well, I want to be that, 
you know, person or my business in, in my community to make it thrive, but I'm at a brick wall. If you feel right. that way financially, reach out to BCL, you know, go through the process, find out if you're eligible, uh, be a part of the educational training platform. Um, that's going to help transform your business. Cause this is everything I'm hearing from you, Bonnie. You know, I just, I know we just met, but you just, I don't know, just very welcoming. And so I think everybody that's, that's watching this now can definitely feel that. And I think this also represents what BCL is all about. Cause sometimes, you know, you may be like, well, you know, I, you know, can I, is it going to be down to earth? Let's just put it out. You know, right. I'm walking into this company. Are they going to be down to earth? Are they going to receive me where I am? But you said a few seconds ago, you will meet them where they are. Right. And so that is what this whole conversation is about. Wherever you are in your business, wherever you are in your leadership capacity, it's about going to the next level. You know, Bonnie, we had said, um, when we entered into the month of March, this is March Madness. And we know typically that's associated with sports. But what we were saying <laughs> to the business owners, this is March Madness for your business. Go all out right. um, and, and just give it all you can. And But with that, you need the tool. So again, this is another tool that we're sharing with our community of BCL. Dr. Leroy. Yeah, and I'll just reiterate that. But one of the things that Bonnie said um, that I thought was, was key uh, about um about BCL is they listen, which is the L in leader. They listen and they learn. They learn from what it is that they were able, you know, the, from the people that they brought through the program. And they also listen to what the need was in the community. And they understood, hey, these are, especially what you talked about the, the um, uh, those that are re-entering the uh, into, into society, that was a need. And they right. listened to it. They listened to it and said, hey, this is these are people that that can qualify, you know, for for you know for financing, but they need the resource access to the resources. It was just a thing of saying, hey, we, we're able to give them access to the resources that they need. Let's do that. And you don't do that if you're not listening, listening. And if you're not shifting, willing to shift, they could have just been like everybody else and said, no, we're not doing it. But they shifted and said, you know what, we're gonna be that. We're going to be that 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 connection for them to be able to impact the community in that way. And that's it. The stories that she can tell, I know I could tell just from her telling that story. She had a big old smile on her face about <laughs> about that gentleman. It was just like that's those are awesome stories to hear about because often, so often, we don't hear about stories like that. We don't hear about the re, those that we enter into society and being successful because I've read. Um, or it was a uh, uh, Instagram post that I got that there's a gentleman and I spoke with you, Catherine. I sent you a message that he'd be a great um, uh, he'd be a great guest to have on the show. But it's a gentleman that was formerly incarcerated, started um, his own barbershops. He now has the first barbershop in a Walmart. Oh wow! Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a phenomenal story. I'm just like, I got to find out more about this dude because these are the kinds of stories that we need to hear, that folks right. need to hear and see. Yeah. And and when you combine that with with uh, folks like Baltimore Community Lending that are out there that people can know about, it's like, man, our, our communities become stronger. Our, our um, we increase the job rate because more people are working in the city, which means people are paying more taxes, which means there's more that can be done in the community. It connects on all different aspects of 
of the community, like I believe and that I talk about all the time too. So I, I think this is absolutely um, phenomenal. Like I said, I, I, um, I'm so glad that you had time to be able to come and talk to us today. Oh, my pleasure. This has been great. This has been great. Yeah. So just recap um, for anyone one that might just be tuning in, what are the um, the minimum and the max as far as the loans for startups? And then what is the, the minimum or max for those that's already existing? Um, just kind of go over some of the requirements for those that's just tuning in. Okay. So we make small business loans to startups from $10,000 to $50,000. And for existing businesses that are more than two years old, uh, we will go up to $150,000. Um, the terms can be anywhere from three years for 10,000 up to 10 years for 150,000. Um, you know, again, we work with you. We look at what you can afford on a monthly payment to help work it out. Uh, we do not re require collateral, but we do require, um, that you complete our small business training program, which is free and one-on-one -on -one, and we meet you where you are, um, some folks don't need that much help. They already have a really well-written business plan and, you know, they're, they're ready to go. Other folks need a long time to work on it. Most people take about six to eight weeks. Um, we look for a reasonable credit score um, or a good story. <laughs> if, it's, if it's a low credit score, it's got to be a good reason. Um, and basically, we also provide the um, training follow-up after we close the loan. We stay your partner. You know, we meet with you regularly. We help you get ahead of issues uh, before they become big problems. Um, and so far, we are um, have not had a single write-off um, or default. So we believe in what we do. We believe in Baltimore businesses. We just think they needed to have the chance. You know, they needed to be given an opportunity that... Uh, most traditional lending does not provide. Wow. Again, for those of you that are watching now or somebody, someone may send you this link and you're going to watch the replay, reach out to BCL. And once again, what is that website? Our website is bclending.org. And if you want to call, I keep looking at the number because I am, <laughs> I'm one of these people that transposes numbers when I'm saying them out loud. Yes. Uh, you want to call Melissa Batiker. She is our small business mission control. And her number is 410-319-0732. And she will uh, have a conversation with you and point you in the right direction. And I can say I frequently get calls from Melissa saying uh, how excited she is to talk to some of these folks and will call me up to just tell me about the, the great business that called that day and everyone in my department is there because we believe in this and um, we're very excited about it and I warned you right at the beginning that I'd love to talk about this so. <laughs> yes no I mean I'm this is awesome <laughs> this has been great doctor as we get ready to wind down this segment for today Dr. Leroy any any final words you would like to share um I'll say this um Ms. Bonnie something you said has stuck out to me all all um morning you said when people keep getting told no they stop asking I'm going to say that again for you. When people keep getting told, you know, they stop asking. And, and today, I want you to get the mindset of, of not stop asking. Keep asking. Right. Keep asking. Keep asking those questions. Keep asking the questions because the mind will work towards what it focuses on. So if you want that business, if you want to be in the position to be able to have the yes, you got to keep asking the questions. 
to keep asking those questions. And 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 Catherine, I told you yesterday, cycles has been in my mind all week. We can't keep doing the same things right. over and over again and expecting a different result. That's the definition of insanity. So get out of those cycles. Get out of those cycles that we're in. Put yourself in a position to be able to have that yes. And Baltimore Community Lending will put you in the position to say yes to having a loan, to having that business, to impacting the community and in everything you do. So keep put yourself in a position to say to say yes and get out of those cycles. And another thing, another golden nugget I got was access. BCL gives a business owner that's trying to grow and expand access. And I think that's where we all are. We want to grow, but sometimes that doorway of opportunity isn't there. Um, but now you know. If you didn't know before, now we know about BCL. Um, any final words, Ms. Bonnie, before I close this out? Um, well, I just do want to say that... Um, you know, we're, when we started this program, when they asked me on board, I I said, look, you know, is this going to be just another lending program? Is it, Are we going to do the same thing everybody else is doing or are we going to make a difference? And they said, you know, it's it's all, you know, it's up to you, but we're here to make a difference. So we have worked on that from day one. And it really does matter to us that we change the conversation that ultimately you know, we're not a unique program, but, but that other lenders see the value in what we do and change the way they do business too, so that there's access everywhere and not just from BCL. You know, that's, that's the result we'd like to see um, in the long term. And we'd so like to see our, our borrowers graduate too. You know, yes. uh, we hope that one day our borrowers don't need us anymore mm-hmm. and can go get a big million dollar loan from a bank. You know, just remember, tell us, you know, remember us when. (laughs) Yes, yes. And so the golden nugget is the ripple effect, passing it on. You said you also want other institutions to see what you were doing. And they also would be able to adopt that same philosophy, that same mindset to assist other business owners. But also, you don't want to keep anyone in a pigeonhole. You say, listen, you may have needed to start with us. But it's going right. to get to a point that you're going to surpass and it's totally okay because you want the businesses to thrive and grow. Listen, today has been an absolutely inspiring, um, that, that's the best word I can say, it's been very inspiring because when you meet someone, definitely for the first time, but you feel their energy and it's, you're authentic, very authentic with everything that you've said. So again, I know myself, Dr. Leroy, we're going to be telling other business owners about BCL. Um, if you're hearing about BCL for the first time, once again, go to the website, uh, make the phone call, set up the appointment. Um, don't be that one that says, I've been told no so many times, I'm not even going to try again. Today is your day to get back up again. Today is your day to try again. And that's, I think that's how we're going to end on this note. Today is your day to try again. And as you always know, we're back here every Tuesday. We're going to be back next week with another phenomenal guest. And like, you know, I always say at the end, We're going to see you at the top. See you next Tuesday. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Bonnie. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.